and welcome back to First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. And we're here to fix up your usual little tiny gripes, little issues, things that aren't really worthy of a proper little cry, but maybe just a tear with a tissue that will wipe it in no time. Speaking of uh, little tears and gripes, here's my first one. Without noticing it, overnight it went from being kind of dwindling summer... Yeah. To full-blown cold time. Ob- obscene, nasty winter ah, time. cold time. Cold we- time in shorts. That's what always happens. Yeah, That's you're how wearing- it starts. Why are you wearing shorts? You were not prepared. It I've was been warm yesterday. This. Well, okay, it was a different day yesterday. Yeah, but I don't bring... My body's always one day behind. Yeah. <laughs> My body adjusts for what happened today for tomorrow. It's like daylight savings time, but with clothing? Like a backwards precog. Yes. <laughs> That's all people! <laughs> And Joel's just like one. Post-cog. I figure things out after they've happened. It's a rare oh, gift. Guys, you'll never guess what's going to just happen already. <laughs> you'll, never, you'll never guess what just happened. In the future, there's a post-cog department of a police station just full of people just going, he did it. It's like, we know he's in jail. <laughs> just got him. It's someone that just walks down the length of the prisons going, he did this. Yes, <laughs> he did that. Uh-huh. Who let you in? <laughs> he did that. <laughs> He let me in. Yeah, we saw that, to be fair. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, yeah, it's cold. I'm not not okay with it, because all my favourite clothes are warm clothes. Yeah, me too. I quite like wrapping up. I've never been very good at summer. I'm totally fine with it, but where did all the light go? Yeah, that, that's my question. Mm. Suddenly night falls, like, two hours earlier in the space of a second. Like, Have we had day the, the daylight thing? That's no. what I was thinking. Usually if there's daylight savings, you can go, okay, well, I've lost an hour, but that's fine. We didn't lose the hour. No, it just, it's not gone yet. Someone just switched the lights off upstairs. <laughs> yeah, it's someone Someone stole that hour, and then they're going to take one legally soon. What are they doing with that hour? I don't They're double know. dipping. They oh. are. That's what they're doing. They're taking one for themselves, and then taking one for the for the government. Oh, damn politics of the time. <laughs> I have to take it to that place, don't you, Night Tom? stealers. <laughs> the night stealers. Coming 2018. <laughs> night stealers. They've come, and they've left their calling card. The pumpkin. Have you noticed would you, that? Or do you reckon that's their doing? Yeah. After they come and steal How? the hour, they leave They leave around pumpkins and scary people. Do you mm. think it's a coincidence that as soon as October 1st hit, pumpkins everywhere? I do not think that's a coincidence. I just think people are very, very excited that Halloween is... Well, it's now acceptable to dress ridiculously. Pumpkin holiday, it's called, actually. Oh, is that the traditional term? Yeah. Once, you know, popular media got hold of it, it got a bit <laughs> twisted a bit. <laughs> Once it got mainstream, but you know, I went to pumpkin pumpkin day parties before. Ween actually means pumpkin. It used to be called Hello Pumpkin. <laughs> it was a celebration of fifties housewives greeting their husbands. With Where pumpkins. did the costumes come into it then? You've got to keep it exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years of marriage, you can't just like, hello, I'm in so a there dress was, again. There was one day in which they wanted to celebrate their trivial traditional greetings to each other, but also cover themselves in fake blood and eat chocolate. Mm. I'm not seeing a hole in it now that I say it out loud. Yeah, when yeah. you when you lay it all out on the on the page like that, it's it's, it's pretty sweet. Hello, Ween. Greetings, Ween. <laughs> a pleasure to see you, Ween. <laughs> Till next time, Ween. Been a while, Ween. <laughs> Got any more? No. <laughs> I think I think we should have stopped a while ago. <laughs> more than likely. Should we dive in and solve some problems? Let's do that, Ween. Some little weenie problems. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I've got one here from Reddit from user Bienvenue at Reddit who says, my bank sends me letters about switching to paperless banking to save paper, but I already use paperless banking. So what? obviously they haven't updated their database or something. So the bank's doing a good thing, is trying to reduce paper. Awesome, great. Sign up to paperless banking. They then send you a letter the next day like, you should really try this thing we've got. 
Here's a 40-page document explaining why it's better for the planet. <laughs> that, see, this is the thing. I've had the similar thing, but it's when I signed up for paperless banking, I got a 20-page letter explaining paperless banking to me and saying, thank you for joining. Which, in the long run, there'll be less trees. But, but in the short term, they really wanted to make sure that that tree overhead We're fronting it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's a peculiar one. If, if they deliberately said, right, I want paperless banking, and then the bank is going for the hard sell. It's like, no, no, you really want paperless banking. Well, I've got to think it's not so much to cater for our generation necessarily because we're more and more used to things not requiring physical paper. Oh, I haven't had to write a pen to paper in years. No, you can sign contracts for houses on your phone now and like every you can have a PDF of your signature. You can drop onto anything. You never need to touch a piece of paper again. I think this is more for the slightly older or more out-of-touch generation uh, that don't necessarily know what happens when you take the paper away? What, so, so they need paper to are tell you what happens. They're just going to send me the letters with no letter, <laughs> a blank envelope. What's the point of that? You've got is a, there just going to be a load of stamps coming through the door? <laughs> just a one stamp. You hear, you, you hear the you hear the letterbox go, and just a single stamp floats to the floor. <laughs> Yeah. I genuinely think that must be the worry because you try and explain to someone, okay, it's going to be paperless. Okay, so what's it going to be on then? A leaf? <laughs> like, parchment? No, that's paper. Oh, no, what's it going to be? If they don't have a device, but they've like accidentally clicked on to sign up for... Well, how can you click on it? Yeah, I was going to say, where's your device, man? Oh, it's Gears Within Gears. I don't know how this person managed this. I mean, I've opened bank accounts recently, and now when you're actually setting up for the first time in the branch, they ask you if you want to start the paper straight away. Right. So maybe, maybe they, I don't know. That's very strange. Okay, so how do we fix this? So someone's gone paperless. They're still getting paper. Find something to do with the paper. Yeah, absolutely. Find a nice, ethical, responsible, useful way that can help with your banking but using the paper that they've sent you. Cheap confetti to celebrate. <laughs> it's what, celebrate saving milestones? Yes. So with all the paper, you okay, you've, you're always going to have to have a backlog of paper, which shouldn't be hard. Places always trying to send you letters and yeah. offers for stuff, which means that every time you get a letter, you've turned the previous letter you've gotten. So let's say you get a letter saying you've been selected for this card. So this is the first one you do. So you immediately take that, you turn that into confetti. Okay. And you keep that well, next to the front door. So the next time you get a letter saying, congratulations, you are eligible for this, you can throw the pre-confettied paper into the air to celebrate. So what you're saying then is... Then you get to work on confettiing the next piece and there's a constant cycle going. I like that. I, that's a really elegant way of going about it because it makes your, your day just a little bit happier. Yeah. I think just having it by the front door, though, I think we're thinking through small. I think you have a confetti station in every part of the house so you can always celebrate a little victory no matter where you are. What if... It wasn't for you. What if it was for the postman? What if you oh. stole a confetti cannon outside and you have two doorbells, one for guests and one for postman? <laughs> and so the it's postman like, postman, <laughs> please ring here. And every time he rings it, he just gets showered in confetti. Like, and then there's a little speaker that goes, thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cute, but then we have to come up with a contraption. But no, the, the, the confetti cannon exists. You yeah. were talking about being ethical and responsible and useful. You don't have to make new tech. This is one thing that's actually already pretty solid. Just use your confetti cannon. Yeah. The one that comes installed with every door. Well, yes. yeah, I mean, you've been one, it's just been gathering dust otherwise. It really have. I haven't used my door confetti cannon in years, to be I frank. I mean, a letterbox is basically a very shit confetti cannon, isn't it? How? You post the letter through and it falls out the other side. <laughs> so, not only does it have no propulsion, it's not been confettied. No, so what you're it's saying one is big it square. Confet? Confetto. <laughs> Yeah, that's Confetta. It. Just one confetto. <laughs> Give it to me. 
that would be really disappointing if you're at a wedding and someone popped the confetti and release the confetti. Just some mail just just hits the floor with a, a dull thick bird. brown envelope just falls <laughs> out onto the floor. Well, there is a lot of confetti at weddings normally, so that must have been a big piece of paper. That must have been a lot of people's papers. So that's going to be like an A zero sheet of like brown card. Just <laughs> is it being fired out at speed or is it just dropped to the floor? Because if an A's from the ceiling, I think. Yeah. Okay, that's going <laughs> to it's going to just smother some guests. It's going to catch them like a net, just drifting slowly to the floor until it lands softly and delicately. Mm. Uh, but but. But then you've got a great surface for breakdancing afterwards. Also yeah. very true. Maybe so, we get rid of dance floors and we just use the confetto. <laughs> I can just use the Dance floor confetto. confetto. Okay, so we've gone from take the letters, make them into confetti, to reassemble the confetti into one confetto. So basically just take a letter and put that as a breakdancing floor. Make it like a quilt. So every yeah. time you get a letter... Oh, okay. People have their home-stitched quilts. Just stitch all your letters together, and then you, when you get so you married, can use the envelope, you've, you've the glue got your, it. yeah, you've got your dance floor confetto ready. Oh, okay. Okay, that, there you go. There's ethical, reusable, and responsible. You don't have to make it a dance floor. You can stitch them in really into whatever kind of formation or pattern you want. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a dance floor. You could make bowling lanes, bowling lanes, a scarecrow, a ski slope, a, a big red, line a of red, letters, red carpet. If you use like birthday card envelopes that are red, clothes to wear on the red carpet. Everyone likes, you know, you know. It's individual outfit I do like that yeah. people send you enough posts you can make yourself a new front door with it, it eventually you can live in your mail I mean it won't be you particularly could... stable this is still paper after all especially in the cold winter months yeah but then you just sign up to a load of new services get extra paper do not make a paper fireplace though so what we've mm. done here is invent a system in which like the problem was I wanted to go paperless to save the environment but they keep sending me paper and now our solution mm. is sign up to as many paper distributing services as possible. You've gone so paperless, you've come out the other that's Oh, I see. You're, yeah. you're too good to the environment to the point where you've cycled back and you're yeah. just being terrible. And you're just not wasting any paper. I mean, obviously there will be some who decide to go the full hog and say they want the biggest quilt on the market, so they'll sign up to everything. But for most people, they'll just be slowly accruing it in their kitchen. Exactly. It'll be a hobby, a craft. Hobbyist. It will be. You could start getting, you know those like stitching charts and like knitting charts and stuff that you can get to like learn different patterns? Of course. You can get those for just letters and it's literally just like three letters in a row and it's like make a line and you can just stitch it together oh I did it just, oh nice oh, I did that that was all the instructions <laughs> this is a bad hobby alright easy to master though <laughs> easy to learn easy to master done is the progression welcome to the club what are we calling this this paper quilt confetto confetto I like confetto I like confetto there we go alright confetto it is let's move on to another one well Oscar Okay, I've got one here that comes from Mickey Nails. That's mtopcat3852 on Twitter. <laughs> you practiced that. <laughs> I did not. I swear to God, I've been belittled on at least two occasions for my incorrect pronunciation. That so came I've out been... like it was hot fire on your new mixtape. <laughs> mtopcat. I can't even do it a second time. There was you know, a, there was it a, was a one-take bang. You can, <laughs> there was yeah. a beat there. There was syncopation. Oh, uh, oh, Nelly. Get ready to remix that I was one say, can we... uh, This one comes from that guy who says... I hate using a Tommy Hilfiger towel because all the Ralph Lauren towels are in the laundry. Mine. Uh, I didn't know there was a difference. Can he do a blind test and tell? <laughs> <laughs> what, like those old Pepsi adverts? He just, yeah. well, you, you rub, uh, you rub a, you know, an own off-brand uh, towel on his face. He goes, uh-huh. And you wrap the Ralph Lauren and goes, whoa, oh my goodness. <laughs> Wait a second. That's and Ralph level. <laughs> oh, that's a Ralpha. What can the possible differences be with a towel? Yeah, th there are two avenues to go down here. Number one, does it make you cleaner? 
Number two, is it more comfortable? Those are the only two ways it can be different, right? Unless there's a mechanical difference you to how these towels are used. Thread count for sheets. Yeah. Right. So maybe it's a bit like that. Maybe it's... What do they have on tendrils, really? Towels I mean, have tendrils. Oh, maybe it's do. tendril count. The threads are all there. They're just, like, not a full thread. They're just, like, cut in half. I reckon a towel is, like, is one thread on a backing that's cut in half, and so that makes two towels. Mm. Are we sure this person's not just so rich that he's using Tommy Hilfiger and Ralph Lauren clothes as towels? Or Tommy Hilfiger and Ralph Lauren, the people, as towels. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger's a lot more brittle. He's not quite as fun to... He's not Ralph Lauren's in the wash at the moment, just spinning idly in the machine. He said two. He must have <laughs> cloned him or cut him in half. So, is... Do you guys know any difference between your towels? I'm assuming neither one of you has a, a, a name brand towel. I have towel. old towels and new towels. Yeah. You can tell old towels because they scritch. Yeah. <laughs> They've just become kind of matte into one big sheet. Yeah. It doesn't mm. quite work. I, I don't in particular. I know that my roommate does because I accidentally took his favorite towel and started using that. And he was incredibly put out about it. Did he kick in the bathroom door? Did his, Nearly, his yes. Sense, his senses started he tingling. Was, he was not best pleased that I had taken the good towel. I mean, I don't think it's you should be viewing it so much as the good towel from your perspective. You should be viewing it as the bad towel and it's a towel that someone else's balls have touched. Mm. Also a very fair point. The thing is, though, a towel will never touch a dirty ball. It will only touch a clean one. It, uh, you see people go to the shower wearing their towel. Uh, get naked in their room and then walk to the bathroom dirty in their towel. I don't get it, because then you're just going to put that back on. Everything just stems back to people thinking that they're cleaning themselves and really just redistributing the dirt. Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, first things first. Before we can fix this problem, we have to empathise with it. What could be worse about the Tommy Hilfiger towel? It's racist. It's a racist <laughs> towel. That's exactly what it is. He I'm... got he got it online, but only showed the front side of the towel, oh. and it just it's got a really small Tommy Hilfiger in the bottom right hand corner. He goes, "That's pretty small. That's pretty classy." Mm. And then he turns it over, and it's just a really long hate speech. Just goes all the way down like a really long like scroll of paper. Here's all the things I hate about these groups and these things. And have I told you about this? Maybe it's that from <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger. Hilfiger. Hilf it's hard to say, Hilf isn't Hilflagel. it? Tamil Hilfiger. Him. Tormal, Tommy. Tormal Horfungum. Tormal. So the Tormal towel. That's so the problem. We're so racist or just uncomfortable. Okay, or so what? Sweary. So what's the character of the Ralph Lauren towel that's so much better then? Oh, he couldn't be sweeter. Yeah? Like, he's offering to make tea. <laughs> Has he, like, embedded, what, sentience into every one of these towels? Is, you, every t is every Ralph Lauren towel a bit of Ralph? If you if you go to dry your hair using a Ralph Lauren towel, it's like someone else's hands are there just giving your head a little bit of a rub at the same time. Yeah. Oh, I see, okay. So it's got little motors. Yeah, not particularly good for the waterproof element. You've got to be very particular with the conditions you use it in. Okay. Mm. Interesting. It smells good, even after it's been used. So, like, a scented towel. A scented... Is that a thing? Am I just being a very... I think scented towel could definitely be a thing. I mean, you could e easily scent your own towel, but maybe Ralph did it for you. I don't want to scent my own towel. I've got a lot of stuff to do in the day. <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time on towel scenting. I, just... I do like the, the fact, though, that we are going through the categoric lists of, like, what could make this towel worse, because we've now... We're, we're basically doing the senses. So, sight, it's got the racist <laughs> scribbling right on it. Smell, is it scented? Touch, is it softer? Yeah. And it does it massage your head? Mm. What does it sound like? Uh, well, the Ralph Lauren is, is a stealth tower. It doesn't sound like anything. <laughs> What's that? Oh, that's disconcerting, though. What's that? You rub it on your skin you and no nothing. sound. Nothing comes out. If there's one thing I hate, it's coming out of a shower, which is in itself is pretty loud, and then the sound keeps on coming when I dry myself. 
What's like you were saying the Tommy Hilfiger towel sounds like water. Yeah. When you put it on yourself. It sounds like the shower's still going. It's really alarming. <laughs> or no, if you're drying yourself in the uh in the bath, which you should do to stop drips coming on the floor or whatever. Okay. You have to stand up first though. No, you lie down. <laughs> you're yourself in the water. <laughs> Look, I'm not gonna give you my whole routine, Joel, but it gets results, all right. I've only I've only been dry for a couple of hours today, but they were great. Anyway, if you are drying yourself in the bath, then you can still hear like water drops from your body falling into the bath. Yeah. Tommy Hilfiger towel makes that noise even after you're dry. So you keep on thinking, oh, there's still drops coming off me. Perpetually, all day. Not even when you're drying with it. Just it's in the cupboard doing that. Yeah, oh, that'd be that'd be rubbish. That would be horrible. You go into your bathroom, you just hear like, someone comes in, is there a leak? No, it's my Tommy Hilfiger yeah. towel. <laughs> is it wet? No, actually it's dry. I haven't used it in weeks. Dry as a bone. Okay, so the last sense, taste. I mean, that's just another component of smell. Near and enough, again, yeah. if you're trying all your soaps and stuff... You better believe I'm licking that towel. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's going in the mouth, just, just like just like a small suck, and then take it off. If it smells good. If it smells good, I'm going to put it in my if mouth. If it smells good, do it. Is that a... I don't think that's a rhyme. I don't it's think definitely that, not a rhyme. I don't think it's a life philosophy <laughs> Mantra. It smells good, do it. It's probably not one to live your life yeah. by. Okay, so now, now that we've ascertained exactly how terrible this towel is, and it is bad, it is a racist that smells and tastes terrible and constantly emits the sound of running water. So they're being forced to use this. Yeah. Both both of the lovely Ralphs are in the wash. Mm. How do we improve the experience? Drip dry. Buy a new towel while it's posting. You can't you can't just buy a new towel. He's he's gonna have to use this. He can't go out after his shower mm. and go and get some new stuff. Okay, no, can't he's go out then. I'm sure I'm sure he's probably got some other designer bits. Perhaps a Gucci flannel. It's going to take you a lot longer, and it's going to tut as it does so. You know, I all, see. All because it, it's not it's not used for that. It's it's not. It, you're going to get that like almost like a solidly like a Geiger counter. I quite, I quite like the idea of all of these brands like Pokemon only able to say their own name, but they just do it with that kind of tone. So it's like Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. See, if they are all slightly sentient, all have these strange personalities. I think what you do is if you are about to have this shower and you know that's going to be an issue. You just leave your Tommy Hilfiger towel near a couple of the other better designer products you have and hope that it imparts some of their wisdom onto it. Maybe it will grow if it's socialized oh, are you with right, some of the others. Are you willing to take that risk that it doesn't corrupt the other towels you've got? I mean, it's a, it's a bold choice. You're going with the I can fix him mentality. I do like a bad boy towel. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry, I just I see something in him. He can change, he's sweet. He dried I, me nicely once, I swear. He can I do know, it again. I know he's racist, but he puts up with a lot of my stuff too. Like, I come out of the shower soaking wet, he's never really that bothered with it. It's just, mm. I know there's a way I can fix him. So if you just get him in with a good crowd, go, go and let him play with the nice boys while you're maybe in the shower, yeah. maybe yeah. he'll be good. Kind of water him down with some, like, Kath Kidson or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, Kath Kidson would be good for him. Something very inoffensive. Absolutely. Yeah. Denby. Okay. Put him in the put him in the crockery in this weird <laughs> sentient house. Put him in with just the IKEA stuff. He'll lose a lot of that bad stuff. Oh no, he, he won't like that. He's too racist for no, that. No, it's not up to him. IKEA stuff outnumbers him. In your house, you've got to believe the IKEA stuff outnumbers him. Oh, unless actually that's what you do. You put him in with all the IKEA stuff, and then he's meek and like anything that you do with him. He's going to be happy to do it. Yeah, he won't be anywhere near as annoyed. You go to the opposite end of the spectrum to give him like you know it's immersion therapy. I like it. Okay. Like literal immersion therapy, put him, put him, put him in an Ikea bowl, <laughs> mm. fill it up with water. Also, we've been calling this towel him for the last couple of yeah. minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, we gave it sentience. That was going to happen at some point. I mean, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a work in progress. You just got to give the towel to the right people. 
the right <laughs> the right pro- the, the the right towels. Give the towel to the right other products in your house. Because yeah. you've got a whole living, breathing house of weird, sentient shit. So just let's hope he picks up some good habits. While Shall we move on? Let's do that. Let's go to Tom. So this comes to us from What Can I Say on Reddit, who says, That awkward moment when you're walking towards someone you know and you don't know when to time your high. Oh. Yeah, I always like, as soon as I recognize them, I'll look down immediately. Yeah. Then, then you've got some time to think. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, because you know, you, like, you've made eye contact. Mm. They've seen your head go down, but social decorum is you can't call you out on it. So you've yeah. got time to pretend like you haven't seen them. Hey, I know you saw me. <laughs> look up, stupid. <laughs> I think of it like, you know when you play like golf games and there's that meter that's like going up and down. Oh, and you have to time it perfectly. Like, yeah, when it's, it's, ba- it's basically power. a game of that. Like you look down and you've got this meter going and you're like, right, at some point I've got to say hi and that'll stop it and that's okay. going to be my score for the day. <laughs> but it's really difficult because when? Yeah, the, that's the thing. When, when is the optimal high time? I think it depends how well you know them because if you know them really well, you can just wave and then kind of both be in on the joke of, like, we're too far away yeah, to have communication. Like kind of saunter in to say hi, like, right at the last second. But, you know, if it's a kind of mild acquaintance, you've maybe met six times. Yeah, if it's, like, a friend of a friend or, like, a work colleague or something yeah. like that, you've got to just be... You can't just... <laughs> at them for, like... Because <laughs> they'll think 20, you've lost your seconds. mind. Yeah. yeah. Just to help me understand it, how far away are we talking? What is the distance of, of clocking the interaction, clocking the other person? Is it, it depends on the... You might, you know, they might be on the horizon. <laughs> out in the ocean that's a very distinctive dot I'm going to wave at go, them hey shit look down <laughs> I'm going to wait for seven it. miles away it could be there I don't want to look like an idiot though but I mean for example I live in Bath which is quite hilly and if you're at the top of the high street and someone else is at the bottom like you can see quite a long way down yeah it's true and so you can make contact they might not have seen you is the other thing when you've got that longer distance ah oh, you don't know so where you stand if you have the high ground you're going to see them first but I think anywhere... There's some military tactics going on with this. I like it. Anywhere between like 20 and 50 feet is like, that's when you know they've definitely seen you as well. Yeah. Even if they haven't registered a gesture to you, you know they've seen you because you've seen them and you're not an idiot. No, that's true. If you are seeing someone that is on their phone or is like got headphones in and is walking somewhere with a kind of air of determination, you clock them... But you don't wave, but you're walking like you're going to meet up somewhere in the middle. Yeah. There is definitely a sweet spot because if you wave too early and they have to take out their headphones and say hi and stuff, mm. it's then the second thing of, okay, well, how soon before I get to them do I stop my my moment right yeah. now? When mm. do I get out of this zone that I'm in and acknowledge them? Okay. Because if it's way back, that person who's meeting you goes, oh, man. This is really, this, I've, I've spoiled their day. I've, I've taken some time out. Whereas if they are right in front of your face, then you take the headphones out. It's even more of an imposition. Like they don't yeah. even want to stop, but they're just doing it out of courtesy. Yeah, they're literally just like, they're kind of like hovering the headphones right next to the ear. Just like, just we're getting ready to put it back and go, hi, yeah, no, yeah, can't, yeah, gotta run. And then put it right back in. Yeah. I mean, the way past that is if they take out one, you just get a high and you're done. Like, yeah. They're not even pausing it for you. Exactly. Okay. So what we need right now is I want to take us back. I want to take us back to the olden days when everything had rules and everything had a ritual behind it. Think Mm. kind of Victorian or Tudor-style courting rituals. But if you both find yourself in this scenario, you each just reach into your pocket and you bring out the playbook and you read through each step. So step number one, naturally, bow, surely. Okay, but it's got to be something that you continue moving. So maybe like a lunging curtsy. 
I like lunging dirt. So you, you both cock each other, you both nod your head to initiate the dance, yes. and you take an enormous step forward with your right leg. Lunging step, yeah. Massive lunging step forward with your right leg. This is still 20 feet away, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. We've got to fill 20 feet with some motions. But assuming everyone around you is kind of clocked into the play, yeah. then they'll be like, oh, they've seen they'll, someone they know. They'll, they'll, get, they'll, they'll separate out. They'll the, part, the roads yeah. are going to have to get a bit wider to accommodate this. The mm. infrastructure will come. We have to get the social bounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I um, I know in other cultures they have, I mean, in England we have, you know, hey, how you doing, how are you, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But in other cultures they have quite a structured set of rules still. Right. So they'll say, hi, hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? What is news of your family? And so okay. on and so forth. So a greeting can take like 30, 40 seconds. It can. But the thing is, we haven't even made it to the greeting yet because yeah. we ha- we're going to have to time it out. And once we have that rigid structure in place, we'll yeah. be able to manage well, it. What I'm saying is there's systems in place that show people are happy to do that yeah, as 100%. a social convention. That's verbal stuff. We just need to bring it to the physical. Okay, cool. So you've lunged in. You straighten up. What's our next move? Very important throughout all of this, you've got to keep eye contact. If you look away, then you have to go home in shame and you can't you can't greet them. What is the next step post lunch? Um, the kind you know, if you're walking into someone, not the not this thing of someone you know, but you, you're walking into someone that is walking against you, you don't know, and one of your steps left, the other one steps left, one of yeah. your steps right, the other one steps right. Mm. I think that dance is worth going into. Okay, so you're still kind of 18 feet away at this point, but you straighten up, you look at each other, and then you each cha-cha slide style, slide to the left, pause, nod. You do that thing where you kind of put your hands up like you're (laughs) you're doing the mime in a box movement. Okay. Put put your hands up, and then like maybe shake a little bit, like, oh dear. And then slide to the right again Mm. and go, "Oh, oh no. Do the same thing. Okay. Then that's when you. I, I think this is a as a kind of uh, hardwired response when you yeah. bump into someone that everyone has yeah. is worth utilizing in this movement. So you've done the left, right, cha cha slide as you called it, and then you do the whole where you kind of rotate your whole body forty five degrees and then slide past. So like where you where you extend both your arms out and you slide forward. Okay. Mm. Uh, That'll, that, this, will, this will cut a lot of the distance out. That'll you know? cut that'll cut a ton of the distance out. And at that point, I think you're close enough to initiate first stage of greeting contact. Yeah, this has all been the preamble. Yeah, this mm. this has been the courting ritual. This is foreplay. This is yeah. like crudités. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we're, now we're getting into the real meat of the dish. Yeah. What is the first thing you must both say on command? You. <laughs> Just, it is you. But I think how you say it, depending on what the, the setup is. I think the best thing to do is to declare your own name. Uh, <laughs> loud as possible. As loud as possible, your own name, because up until this point, if the person's been focusing on the dance, yeah. the, the, the ritual... have forgotten your name. No, no, no. They might think you're someone else still. They might have been so wrapped up in doing the routine. We're just watching your legs. <laughs> <laughs> they might... Well, if it's me, you're going to be watching my legs. Yeah. If you are... If you, th- if you get... Okay, time to do the routine, you kind of go on autopilot. If this happens a lot... You might get within this distance because before you, when you get to this point, how far away do you estimate they are? Like fifteen feet? I, I'd say maybe once you've done the slide. Once you've done the five, slide, in five to ten. Five, five to ten. Five within to ten. Within earshot. Yeah. Five to ten within earshot. If it's busy, if it's dark, etc., 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 you might not have a very, very clear view okay. of the person still. So I think that's the prime point to say, Oscar, it is I. And like, <laughs> okay, so I, that's Oscar. our that's our opening salvo. Name, it is I. Yeah. And then, or maybe the other way around, it is I. That that makes more sense because yeah. if you're saying like name, it is I, then that seems that you're just yeah. Uh, I would get to this point and say it is I, Oscar. That's we, how I do it. Are we doing like a status thing? I think where so. one person speaks first, like kind of unspoken I hierarchy. Think, I think what it is is the the very first time you do it, you say it together. 
Mm. And the first person to say it gets to go first the next time. Yeah. So it's literally just like a gunslinger kind of idea of who draws first wins okay. pretty much. But there's a lot of information to keep on track. Oh, of your head, this is but... why I'm saying you've got to have the playbook in your back pocket just until yeah. people are used to it. So once you've done the, it is I, Oscar. What you then I think we get to do is personalize it a little bit, add your own bit of flair. So each person comes with a catchphrase that they can then say <laughs> after the fact. Okay. So you then say your catchphrase. They then reply with their catchphrase, and then you move into stage three, which is the codified rules of greeting. Hello, hello, how are you? How are you? I must be going. I must be going. Catchphrase, catchphrase. It has been I, Oscar. And <laughs> it has leave. been I. Are we doing catchphrases like Twitter bios kind of thing? Pretty, like, do you remember forum tags? Like, yeah. every single time you'd sign off. So it's always the same. You have to, like, legally sign this. Or like your MSN name or something. Yeah, exactly that. So you go, it is I, Joel. Yeah. And then I do my Twitter bio, which is, it's too crowded in here for a backpack. Yep. Which wouldn't really work <laughs> if I met someone in the street, but... <laughs> well, this is the thing, though. Once you've met them in enough places, they know that's your They know yeah, that's, your, that's signature. your signature. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's just this, okay, cool. And then you'd be like, hello. Yeah, <laughs> so, so once that's done, it's too crowded in here for a backpack. And then they would say, it is I, Jenny. Bananas, what are they about? And, and then I'd be like, you all right, Jenny, how's it going? <laughs> And Ginger go, hey, not bad, Joel, you? Good day at the office. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's the weekend. Ah, uh, of course. And then, so after this very natural discourse, then we must begin closing ceremony. Okay. Which is the same, but in reverse, or do you have a different catchphrase? Maybe you have a response to their catchphrase. Interesting. Well, so so throughout the conversation, you've been having to take so a drink out of the catchphrase. We'd be and chatting, and I'll be like, okay, cool, well, I'll catch you around. Yeah, yeah, cool, we'll see you in a bit. And I'll be like, thing is, they're a good source of potassium. And she'll be like, just take it off. <laughs> Farewell! It has been I, Joel! It, it has been I, Joel! It has been I, Jenny, and then we lunge, <laughs> lunge then, off. <laughs> you, you lunge backwards one time and then extend one hand slowly to the right as a, as a wave and then leave. You don't okay. wave the arm, do you? No, you just, you just bring it just out, out to the right, palm facing As them. if you're indicating on a bike. Yeah. As though someone who's read a book about waving. Yeah. Would but wait. never actually read like the text. <laughs> they just saw the still images. No, yeah, okay, that makes that's sense. What do. I guess pretty easy. Don't know why they call it a wave, but okay. Okay, so let's just let's just run this through one last time. If Joel and Oscar met on the street, okay, we've done the we've done the dance. Okay, so okay, the, da- the dance has happened. The dance the dance has happened. You've done the shuffle. You're now in ten feet in. range. Go. It oh, is we- I, Oscar. Oscar it is- wins. <laughs> Shit. Okay, it's quick draw. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do I have to do the catchphrase? You have to do your catchphrase. Sorry. Yeah. It is I, Oscar. What that booty do? <laughs> it is I, Joel. It's too crowded in here for a backpack. I think I just heard you having a conversation with someone else. Yeah, no, I just met Jenny. Oh. She, she works down the road from me. Crazy. How, 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 how it she? is I, Tom! Oh, God, we've got to oh, do the dance again. <laughs> how do you do it with three? <laughs> Hang on, who's he talking to? Oh, maybe he's met someone else. Yeah, that was the idea. Okay. I was just oh, kind of okay. doing it down the street because this is constantly happening. You've got to keep yourselves vigilant. That's true. Oh, there's... Oh, <laughs> oh we should see Tom later. Oh. I have seen Tom in a minute. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen like six people today. I can't... I just can't. I can't lunch anymore. My quads are so on late. fire. Oh, I'm supposed to be in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, now wrap it up if you guys are running late. Anyway, well, I'll it's let you been, get on with yeah, your day. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Why are you still wearing that thing? It's full of bees. Farewell! <laughs> I've got no... Maybe to treat people with a bit more respect. <laughs> It has been I, Joel. 
and then the solitary wave and move on. Man, I gotta change that by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta go down to the deed office and just really oh, yeah. get it this, up. this can't be as easy as changing your embarrassing teenage email. No, no, it, it's like changing your name by Depol. It mm. costs some money, like you've gotta go through like some a lot of forms. A lot mm. of forms. There's a lot of people from back in the day who's just emoji not supported. <laughs> There's <laughs> lots of squares. Square, 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 question mark. Oh, man. I, I think we've, we've really fixed that. I, I think it's going to make high street shopping we, for one. We've definitely perfect. solidified it. Yeah. There's going to be a, a lot of um, other industries that spring up around it, I think. Okay, like what? Well, you said, you mentioned that lunging is going to make your legs pretty tired. Yeah. So I feel like greetings protein. <laughs> I like that a lot. Like maybe you have a bar in your back pocket that's like oatmeal and and juice and <laughs> oh. if you've had quite a few meats you just eat it. It's okay. called a eat eat meat. It's called a meat and eat. Meat and eat. Meat and eat. <laughs> meat and eat. Greet meat and greet but they're both spelled M E A G R E A. That's great, isn't it? Yeah, meat and great. Meat and great. <laughs> I like that. I think there's like there's going to be personal training courses set up that are focused solely on lunges. I uh, yeah, I can imagine like some fucking one fifty gabba core like high technical. <laughs> Everybody greet the person to your left. It just, it, just, it just leaves gaps with so like what as if you can practice it so it has one half of the conversation from the gabba song. Yeah, yeah. And then it leaves appropriate gaps for you to say stuff. Yeah. It's just, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> nice. It is I, Why? Tiesto. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, we haven't even touched on the idea of things like live concerts or anything like that. Like, do they have to do that to everyone in the audience? No. You know how, like, the singer or someone from a band will come up and say, Hey, London, how you doing? Yeah. Maybe it's like when you're in assembly and it was like, good morning, everyone. Oh. Maybe they go, hi, it is I. Crowd. Yeah. No, they'd say the no, place they're in. It is us, Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> it is us, London 02 Kentish Town. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Amazing. Oh. Beautiful. Let's move on. Should we, uh, should we do a butt better? Let's do some butt betters. Yay. Yeah. We'll put in the crowd samples later. Pause. That's where they'll go. <laughs> This is the s- It is I, but better crowd. <laughs> this is the section of the show where we take things that aren't problems in our life. They're not necessarily issues, but things that might be missing, things that could be improved. Oscar and Tom have come up with some ideas. They've branded them. They've put them in a hat. And now I get to pick one out and we'll discuss it and find out what's going on with that thing. Electro U. That's me. Okay. Yes, okay. it is. Electro U. Uh, okay. So, Electro U, this stems from your friend, my friend, the fly. Not the zip, the little winged creature okay. that flies about. They're irksome, and every now and again, a fly, if it's just buzzing around a room, will land on you and you just kind of have a small just attack where you, you have to I, get out of the way. I, you know what it is, but I'll, I'll elaborate just for the sake of it. Um, a lot of the time, if you do grow too weary of this fly you try and hit it with something, they're always a little bit too quick and will always find their way back to you when you're not trying to hit them. Yep. Electro U is an idea that you can just send a very small, short surge of electricity through yourself and stun the fly as it lands on you. Mm. Interesting. Uh, what you're talking about is essentially a force field. I'm talking about a force field, but like not one that deflects things, one that just bursts a little burst of electricity out of yourself. How hard can that be? You, uh, you accidentally electric... <laughs> you accidentally electric? You do an accidental electric almost every day, right? <laughs> is it on all the time? That's up to you guys. Okay, so what I'm thinking is... 
I mean, number one, we'll get to how we electrocute ourselves in a little bit, but just for the always-on conundrum, I think there's got to be a button that you will not accidentally press somewhere on your person that will activate what about voice activation? That always goes well. Go, go, gadget, kill this thing. <laughs> go, 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 gadget, tiny murder. <laughs> I mean, that's the emphasis I want to make here. It's a, it's a murder, sure. It's a tiny one, though. Okay, we, ne- we need to just debrand Go-Go Gadget because I'm pretty sure the Nickelodeon lawyers are bursting down the door as we speak. Mm-hmm. Matthew Broderick's going to kick the door <laughs> in with his very long legs <laughs> and say, no! Go-Go Gadget lawsuit! <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. What's similar, then? Forward, O oh ye fly of little faith. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you're going to have enough time to say that before no. the fly lands off you again. Well, I was thinking you'd say it, it would charge up and be on for like yeah. a minute or two. Okay. And then you can just swim through the room and kind of hope. I think my main issue with this is it's got to not last for long because as Joel has just demonstrated there, the idea of an electric man windmilling through a room <laughs> for a long period of time is fucking terrifying. It would make mosh pits much more interesting to watch. God, yeah, imagine what, that. What if everyone's got it and before you activate it, you'll join hands in like a prayer circle. Take each other's hand and then you're like, it is us. Fly but gone. Fly but gone. <laughs> Gu- yeah, and guys, I need, you to all to, I need you guys to all group together there's one fly that's really bothering me <laughs> or maybe it's a thing with your carpet as well so everyone who's standing in the same room becomes okay, so electrified it grounds you so there's like a rubber, ma- rubber yeah, yeah, mat yeah. on the floor so everyone is connected via the floor and obviously the fly in the name is in the air so then when it lands it gets the zap yeah alright the zappo now this was just a jumping off point more than anything else is electricity the best way to do this yes but I'm, I have ramifications that I'm concerned about go for it so, vaping was a good idea. Vaping was a good idea. Vaping has been taken far too far with the modding community. Do you not worry that potentially Electro-U <laughs> might suffer the same fate <laughs> to the point where people are full-on modding giant electric arcs and Dragon Ball Z-style Before we explosions get any fun, out of people? Can I just go back and say, vaping was an idea. <laughs> and we took it too far. <laughs> That's where my that's where I'm at. At its core it was a good idea. At its core it was an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That, that's my issue. Like we're gonna have to make sure that there in there's no mod community for this because the ramifications are we level a whole city block, like. Hmm. But there wouldn't be any more flies. So my kind of thing is I'm imagining almost like a kind of vape style canister that you'd attach to your belt. In the same way that you see dads with like their weird little phone cases on their belt that they attach it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you go for that and then that sends a surge through whatever like leather or anything you're wearing, so like a belt. Mm. Next to it, there's just a little kind of leather band that you can pull out and whatever that touches has a bit of an electric shock too. So you want a fly lasso? Basically a fly lasso. See, the reason I was positing this is that it eliminates the need for any kind of accuracy. I mean, don't get me wrong, you had me sold with Electro Belt. Electro Belt, I think it's pretty strong, but I understand their concern. What's the opposite of a lasso? Hole? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a room... Fucking how? (laughs) No, 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 talk me through that. Well, like a lasso is a thing you throw to catch something. Yeah. And a hole is something that something falls into. <laughs> yeah, if you think of like a lasso is basically a hole in empty space. Whereas a hole <laughs> is, a, is, is that. a hole in something solid. Yeah. So, 
functionally opposite? Okay, what's so, like, the functional opposite of a lasso, Mr. Smarty Pants? Okay, so the functionality of a lasso is to capture something by taking a large area and making it incredibly smaller and catching it in the middle of it. So your thing so, is to set something free by making a bigger space around something. So the functional opposite of a lasso is a lasso. You just untie it. Oh, that's just lame. Mm. Not, what, it's so, better than a hole. So what, sorry, <laughs> the functional opposite of a knot is untying that knot. No, the functional opposite of a knot is probably scissors. So that's what I'm looking for. What's the scissor equivalent of a lasso? Something that you, you'd catch something by it getting bigger. So like a rack? <laughs> but then they're already caught. A net? That's lots of lassos. Yeah. That, is that what a net is? It's a just net's multiple just a lassos. bunch of lassos, lassos all the way down. I think we're a little bit off topic. A little touch. I think, yeah, so... We don't want a lasso, we want something that's yourself, so... Yeah, we want something, like, that's the thing, most a, people swat at flies instinctively, so I think something hand-based It's a, a defensive idea. mechanism, it's not yeah. a, a method of actually killing it, it's a method of stopping having to react when it lands on you. Tiny tractor beam! Tiny tractor beam is good, however, can, no, 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 what no. else does it attract? No, 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 it's tiny, you can only do fly-sized things with it. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of things in the house, though. Think about that. Wasps. What if you go out... Oh, no! <laughs> what, if you what if you go out to, like, your gravel drive? Well, lots of stones. Yeah, pretty quickly the fly is going to work out to go towards the gravel. <laughs> Immediately, yes. And while it may die, it will also severely injure you. Yeah. How quick is this tractor beam as well? Mm, can't be too quick. <laughs> you can't weaponize it, otherwise we're getting off brand. I want to come back to the, the idea of doing it as a whole room thing. Okay. Because if everything in the house is grounded together and is part of a circuit, then if the fly lands on anything, you've seen flies, they bash around with gay abandon. Yeah, it's true. So they're going to hit something, and that something's going to be electrified, and it's going to... Is there a way in this that rather than electrifying everything all the time, you can have a current running through everything in the house, but then selectively switch on which thing is electrocuted? Yeah. Mm. So if it lands on your window, you can, like, I don't know, point at it with a remote or something and laser then, pointer laser pointer okay so it's light activated and you have a little remote and you point it at a certain wall that you know the fly's gonna land on bam the current comes on mm. then it'll get there bam it's gone that's good right I like that now mm -hmm. keep your kids from writing on the walls too <laughs> Because you give them laser crayons. No, oh. you're there. No, you're there on the sofa. Uh, I wouldn't draw on that wall if I were you. I'm gonna draw on it. I wouldn't do that. Okay, how many volts are we talking? Lethal for a fly, it doesn't have to be that high. Yeah. Okay. So it's not lethal for a human. I don't think you want a house that. Not lethal, just severely injury. When I first came across electric uh, wiring on, on fences to keep animals in, oh yeah, my friend showed me the handy trick of just wrapping on it with your knuckles, and he was like, "It'll just feel like they're dislocating," and that's how you tell. I was like, "That doesn't sell that." I feel like I'm just going to avoid it and assume it's electrified. So it needs to be lower than that, I think, because if you're accidentally dislocating your knuckles every time your children try and draw a little crayon for daddy. <laughs> they, wait, they're drawing a crayon? Yeah. <laughs> they're not very imaginative children. I have children. very uninspired children. <laughs> of course, they've been electrocuted eight times this week. There's not really much they can do. Just dribbling and drawing crayons with crayon. <laughs> uh, don't shock us again. <laughs> Please, daddy, no! We've all seen The Clockwork Orange. I mean, I haven't. I don't know why I'm... <laughs> I mean, you called it, it The Clockwork Orange, for starters. <laughs> We've all seen... This. We've all seen The Running Blade. Space Wars. There we go. So, <laughs> rules of threes. So, I think Laser Pointer Room, mm. I think is a good fit 
Electro U suddenly doesn't quite have the same ring to it, which is the trouble. I want Electro U to be the pointer because it's personal. It's you. It's like it, it's something that you're doing. The alternative, which oh. I, I came up with a contingency plan in case in case we couldn't keep it completely isolated to the person. Okay. Uh, you market it really family friendly, mm. super nice, lots of smiley faces, bright colors, maybe a rainbow, and then it's Electro Cute. I See, love I w- that. Or Electro Us. Or Electrus. See, I was going to suggest we make it sound activated instead of light activated. And you have a little string instrument, so we can call it Electro Uke. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's that's good. Electro Uke. So what? You you assign <laughs> notes, me, notes to surfaces. Let me play surfaces. you the fly song. <laughs> Wait. So there's there's different voltages and surfaces that can be called like a fucking Zelda song that you have to like you have to <laughs> you get the uke and you don't know any of the rooms in the house and what they're mapped to, so you have to yeah. learn. <laughs> The song of the kitchen. Let's hope I don't get the floor song. <laughs> yeah, they're all very close to one another. Dun dun. Ah, no, not yeah. that. <laughs> Just Daddy, the wasp went in the kitchen. Shit. Okay, let me get the ukulele. Let me get the book. <laughs> let me fetch the tome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here okay. we are. Good, Daddy. It's moved into the. It's moved into the bathroom. Ah, oh, that's back at B. Oh, that's in an appendix. <laughs> She'll fetch volume two. <laughs> Daddy, it stung me twice. Flies can stick. This now? is no fly. <laughs> this is no fly. I love electro uke. Okay, no, I, screw any practical application. Electro uke is the one to go for. It's basically my idea. It's pretty it, much the idea. In that it is not. <laughs> yeah, it's just laser pointer with sound songs. With sound songs, I, I really like that idea. I think that's the thing. We can make a ton of money by issuing like editions of, of books of songs mm. that can be used to tame the system in different ways. For example, if you want a little arc of electricity that would home in for a fly-related thing, you could learn like a special power-up song. Yeah. But obviously we change them every month, so we keep on making money. Okay. I think it's always about the money with you. We've got a solution, but why you gotta, why you gotta take it to that place? How else are we gonna afford the other solutions? All right then. Electro-uke. <laughs> The song-powered, cutesy, artisanal way. <laughs> Family-friendly. Family-friendly fly fun. Not for the fun. It's not fun for the fly. But not they fun. can't buy things, so who cares? They don't have emotions, probably. That's what happens if on. every member of the family has an electro uke? One per house. One well, per that's house. a legal requirement. Dueling banjos. <laughs> God, nothing would survive. That would be a great Naruto episode. <laughs> Well, two electric-powered ukuleles battling each other from across the room, arcs of lightning leaving every time they well, hit the a G-shot. Well, the ukuleles aren't battling. The people are battling. With Go- the ukuleles. Electric ukuleles don't kill people. People kill people. <laughs> With electro ukuleles. With electro ukuleles. That's the only way to do it. Read your history books, Tom. <laughs> I, think- I can't. I spent all my money on the music tomes. Ah, uh, dang. <laughs> I think I think with that we should probably round out the show. We've been running long enough. Thank you so much for listening. We've been First World Solutions. If you liked what you hear and you want more people to hear it and you want someone to talk to about it, show it to your friends, show it to your family, show it to your colleagues. The finer points of this show are no fun to debate on your own. Mm. There's a lot of big themes to wrestle with. You're going to need sounding boards, realistically. Yeah. But it has to be supervised. <laughs> You have to go to the special class. Supervised appreciation of the podcast. You can't listen to it on your own. You might have all sorts of radical thinking. <laughs> We've actually got three grown-ups standing in the room making sure we know what we're talking about. They're there with clipboards every week. Three clipboards. That, that's how you know. Each. <laughs> <laughs>
That's nine. That's so many. <laughs> Above all else, this podcast has really taught us the finer things in life. <laughs> Counts, colours, and clipboards. <laughs> that's, that's the way to do it. Maybe you can find a, a study buddy to listen to the podcast with. If you have heard the sage wisdom we have to offer and have thought, I want them to jump all over my problems, you can get in touch with us directly through at FWScast on Twitter or First World Solutions on Facebook. Or you can email us directly at fwscast at gmail.com. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a comment, write a review, give us a rating. It really helps us out. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems? No problem. No problem.